0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Nobody likes asking for help. We like to do things in our own strength and slap our name on it just for proof. But Pastor J.D. reminds us today that when things are impossible for you to accomplish, that's when God likes to step in and get it done. He likes proving to us that He can do anything, especially when we can't do it on our own. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May twenty-second, two 2022.
1: It's like these prophecies should have the effect of prying our fingers off of that which we hold on so tightly to. You know how it is when you're not going to be someplace very long, you don't make yourself too comfortable. Now, when you come here, we'll say something to you like, hey, make yourself at home, make yourself comfortable, glad you're here. But don't make yourself too comfortable because we're not going to be here very long. Uh, We're just renting. I mean, you're not going to do home improvements on a home that you're renting, right? I I don't own this. I'm not going to be here very long. (laughs) I don't have ownership of this citizenship (laughs) here in this, so why would I invest in it? I'm not going to be here to enjoy it. So have a light touch, and don't get too comfortable. Wait a minute, Pastor. what about (laughs) the Christian who is walking with the Lord, and in love with the Lord, and on fire for the Lord, and like the Apostle Paul, nothing moves me. I mean, I'm comfortable in the sanctified sense, regardless of what's happening in the world, because I'm secure in Christ praise the Lord. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that we all have this proclivity, for lack of a better word, to uh, get too settled in. And this is a good thing, because we need those reminders. And again, Scripture is replete with passage after passage saying, you're just passing through. You're pilgrims, you're, I hate to use the word aliens, because it's like, woo, No, seriously, I, I just thought of this. When we first immigrated to America, I was nine months old, and I had an alien card. I'm not an alien, but I was an alien, alien, foreign, a foreigner. I'm, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> I'm an alien. I'm just passing through. I'm not going to be here very long. So why are you digging your roots down so deep? Why are you holding on so tight? Don't you see what's happening and what's coming? Again, I don't want to be sensational, but if this happens, and I have no reason to believe that it won't, given what I've read and seen and researched, (laughs) I mean, to say it's a game changer is almost an understatement. Because it's like with the stroke of a pen, I'll use a more modern metaphor, the click of a mouse, if you prefer, all of the nations on earth are going to cede their sovereignty to the world health organization. And the World Health Organization, with all the nations on earth, now is in control. And I mean, they can do anything they want, anytime they want. And it's not good. But it is good for us, because it's a reminder, oh yeah, actually, (laughs) Bring it on, because if you guys do that, you're fulfilling this. Yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. So if this if this goes down, we go up? Yeah, I want to go up, don't you? I love how one said it, I have absolutely no problem in my life right now that the rapture won't solve. Yeah, think about that, right? I mean no more rent, no more no more sickness, no more just no more death. No more cockroaches. I, I'm hoping there's no Never mind. I just it's a thing. Okay, I know I'm lightening it up a little bit here, but maybe (laughs) it needs to be a little bit of levity. But the aforementioned prophecy in Revelation 18.23 and the many prophecies like it concerning this global deception of all the nations on earth is coming to pass even now. And I'll say it again, lastly, at the risk of an oversimplification, we're not going to be here very much longer. So don't get too comfortable here. For those who are not born-again believers in Jesus Christ, I, and please hear my heart, I would implore you today... Today is the day. You you can escape, I'm going to use that word, all that is coming upon the earth in the rapture of the church. Because all who are saved, born again of the Spirit of God, when that trumpet sounds, are going to be caught up in the twinkling of an eye. That's not a blink. That's a Fraction of, a fraction of 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 a second. That fast. And we're going to put off corruptible. <laughs> that, again, that alone, can't wait for that. Put off the old body, and we're going to be given our glorified bodies, and we're going to be caught up. The dead in Christ are going to rise first, the bodily resurrection. They're going to rise first, given their new bodies and then we're going to meet them with the Lord in the air and forever be with the Lord. That is more real than the comfortable chairs you're sitting on this morning. And don't get too comfortable in those comfortable chairs either. (laughs) That is more real than the comfortable chairs you're sitting in today. What I just said about the trumpet sounding and the dead in Christ rising first, and we who are alive and remain being raptured up, caught up. And the main purpose of these prophecy updates, which is really the main purpose of Bible prophecy, is the good news of salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, What is the gospel? Well, the Apostle Paul, when he writes to the Corinthians in chapter 15, the first four verses, says the gospel, the good news is that Jesus came, he died, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. The first time the Apostle Paul mentions the gospel in his first letter to the Thessalonians, where he says the gospel is that Jesus came, he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and he's coming back again one day, soon and very soon. That's the gospel, the good news. And that's what being saved means. I'm being saved from what? We we throw that around. Yeah, I'm saved. You are? What are you saved from? Oh, hell for all eternity. How so? Because... God so loved the world and me in the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe would not perish in hell for all eternity, but have everlasting life. That's why. That's the gospel. That's the good news. Now, we do these ABCs of salvation only because it's a very simple explanation of salvation. It's not the only way to share the gospel, the good news, and how to be saved, but it's one way, and it's a very simple way, and it's actually even simpler than ABC. It's as simple as B. But the A is what usually precedes the B, and that's this acknowledging, this admitting, this coming to the place of realization that I'm a sinner, and as a sinner I need a Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. No one is good. You might be a good person, I don't question that, But you'll never be good enough, and Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark. It's an archery term to sin. You miss the bullseye. You fall short of God's perfect standard of righteousness, and we've all sinned and fall short. Now, what are we going to do about it? Well, that's where Romans 6.23 comes in. And it starts out with the bad news first, which is basically the death penalty. For the wages of sin is death. We've all sinned. We've all been sentenced to death. That's the bad news. Now, you're ready for the good news? The good news is that the gift of God, gift of God, is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is why we do the ABCs. It's just a simple explanation. That's all it is. Don't, don't make it into a formula. Don't, don't create a to-do list out of it. Man, I, I, when I came to Christ, this is how it went down, basically. But if you would have told me this is, you know, what you just did, I would, I would have been, huh? I mean, first of all, it was, I mean, as simple as ABC. No, I just prayed and believed and put my trust in the Lord, and I fell asleep that way, and I woke up the next morning, and I was a new creation in Christ. And I was saved, and I was born again of the Spirit of God, and now I have the Holy Spirit indwelling me. And here's the thing, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to check off any boxes. I didn't have to take a shower before I came to take a bath. I haven't used that one for a while. I'll, let, I'll give you a moment on that one. I didn't have to clean up my act. No, I came to Him, a sinner. <laughs> and as my Savior, He saved me. He saved me. And this is the B, and it's so central, and please, again, don't make it a formula. With the A, get to the B, and then when we get to the C, it's because of the B. It's really as simple as B. Believe. (laughs) Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And then the C, lastly, is for call or confess with your mouth the name of the Lord. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It also says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why, and this is key, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13 lastly says, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Can I come back to this justified word? I love that word. It's a cool word. You know why? Because it's one of those words that says what it really is. I'm justified. You know what that means? Just if I'd never sinned. That's a cool word. (laughs) I'm justified. Just if I'd never sinned. Because again, Isaiah, by the Spirit, says that, though our sins be as scarlet, he makes them white as snow, and he removes them as far as the east is from the west, and remembers them no more. It's just if I'd never sinned. How does that work? Well, that's the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, because, see, Jesus took your sin and my sin upon Himself, and He paid for it, and it cost Him everything, and He purchased us. It's like when you redeem something, we are redeemed. He paid the price in full. We are purchased by His blood. We are not our own, but purchased with a price. He paid the price, and then He offers us the gift that He paid for. And a gift is, I know this is deeply profound, but a gift is a gift, (laughs) not a purchase. Because if you pay for it, it's no longer a gift, it's a purchase. No, He purchased it and he offers it to us as a gift that we receive that he paid for that he purchased before i end with the but god testimony for today i just want to say again lastly please i i make no assumptions for anyone here in this church that i'm so privileged to pastor nor for Anyone who might be watching online, which, by the way, is why you're watching online, the Lord led you to this video because today is the day of salvation. Please, please, please do not delay or put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life. we've been ending with these testimonies which have been just so greatly encouraging. Today's comes from C.J. who writes, Dear Pastor J.D., I was listening to testimonies you've been relaying in your prophecy updates of the myriad of ways God has rescued people from mandates and the consequences thereof. I thought I'd add what God has done for me regarding this as well even if it's just for your encouragement. When the mandate was first announced in my place of employment in the eastern coast of mainland U.S. back in September, I decided right then and there that I would seek an exemption, but also be prepared to lose my employment if it was rejected. Praise the Lord that my exemption was granted, but on the condition that I needed to subject to the weekly testing starting after the new year. I was still not happy about it because I was convinced that said testing was useless and just medical theater, but I thought I'd go ahead with it and see how it goes. Well, I asked God if there's a way He could possibly deliver me. Oh, by the way, whenever you say, God, if there's a way that you could possibly there's a heavenly hush. Quiet. He just he just prayed it. He just said it. Did you hear that? If it's possible. Oh, oh is it impossible for you? <laughs> Perfect. Because if it's still possible for you, it's impossible for me, because you're still trying to do it in the energy of your own strength. I don't mean to preach a sermon in sharing this testimony. I'll get back to it. But this is maybe for somebody here today. He's the God of the impossible. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? You know, sometimes I'm just as guilty of it as the next guy. (laughs) We pray too low. We we pray too small. I think of all the times in the Gospels where we read that Jesus, gently by the way, not angrily, would (laughs) say to the disciples, Oh, ye of little faith. Why is your faith so little when your God is so big? So Lord, if if it's possible, did you really just pray that? Is it possible? Watch me now. And he did it. I asked God if there's a way he could possibly deliver me from this weekly annoyance as well. And the week before I was scheduled to start undergoing this test, we were told to work from home again for a few weeks due to an increase in cases in the office. Then, before we were supposed to head back to the office again, I was offered out of the blue to move to a different position where it's working remotely for a year and no weekly testing is required. I love it when God does that. That's how things stand for now, but I just wanted to share with you how God delivered me from something I felt deeply was so unnecessary, and just a way really to punish the unjabbed. Thank you for your messages that help uplift our weary souls and encourage us to keep pressing on towards the prize of our Savior's soon return. Maranatha. Maybe you too are crying out to the Lord to deliver you from a situation that you find yourself in. I want to encourage you. God hears, God sees, God knows, God cares. God knew that need even before you needed it, and He's at the ready. And all you have to do is ask and trust and believe. Believe God to do the impossible. God, you're the God of the impossible, and this is impossible, so can you do this? Oh, yes I can. There's nothing impossible for me. I can do it, and I can do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you could have ever imagined would you just trust me to do that? And watch what I'm going to do, and God will always do it in His way, in His time, and for His glory. You just wait and trust in the Lord and see what He's going to do. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. Father in heaven, thank you. Lord, this is heavy stuff (laughs) again. But Lord, thank you, because it's just yet another much-needed reminder of just how close we are. Lord, please, encourage the discouraged, strengthen the weary, and more importantly, save the lost. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D., If what Pastor Diddy shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org.